You're listening to the Weekly Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast. I'm the Rez. And this is the Chief. Every week we share our best picks and strategies for all the major sports. And try to make you a winning better. For the latest and greatest, follow us on Twitter at PickDoctorCA. Hey, this is episode 9 of the Pick Doctors Sports Betting Podcast. It's another Thursday night, and we have just watched the Thursday night football game. I'm the Chief, and this is the Rez. What's going on, Rez? Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? I know you're not in Canada anymore. Where, where are you at today? I am in the wonderful state of Tennessee. Wow. You're just really traveling. You got you're in California last week. Now you're in Tennessee this week. Yeah, doing no, a, a cross cross country trip. Aren't you in Arkansas? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Arkansas. I landed oh. in Tennessee and then I went to the other side of the river. Yeah. And, and then next week it. you're gonna be another place. You're gonna be you're gonna be casting out of another. We're gonna be podcasting. You're gonna be out of another state. That's right. We'll be. I'll be down in sunny Florida. Ah. Well, while you're down in the states, I don't know if you caught the World Cup game. Yeah, I saw some well, not highlights. A, sorry, not little, a World Cup. Co- well, Concaca- World Cup qualifying. Qualifiers, yes. And that's yeah, snow, the, snow some, day the snow day. The snow day, the Canada home home uh, home team advantage. So how, how much do you know about this term? I don't really know anything. I'm not I just know the tournament. You have to win. You have to be top three to guarantee your spot in the World Cup in uh, next year in Qatar. And then I think if you're fourth, you got to do some other fancy play-in stuff. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever witnessed Canada make the World Cup in my lifetime. I think when maybe when I was a kid or something, it may have happened. I yeah, I didn't. Okay. I, I don't remember. Up. I've never seen them in World Cup. Yeah, ever, so but they have a good chance really now. <laughs> they have a good chance. I think they're four zero oh, and four, so that's four wins and four draws, no losses, and I think they have six games left. They lead in goal differential, and you know, that's. I mean, they're leading at the top of the the table right now, so that's got to be a good thing. Okay. So if they win, I'm sure we'll figure out if it's you know fun betting some Canadian stuff in World Cup next year. Well, until then, let's let's start talking about something we can actually bet on now. Then let's yeah, let's go back to what we did last week. I think we had a pretty pretty damn good week overall, almost across all sports: NBA, NHL, and NFL. Yeah, I think we're we're picking some good unders actually. Yeah, I think last year, I remember last year I was missing unders by like small points, but definitely this year we're doing a good job spotting the right ones. Yeah, let's let me go over what we did last week. So last week our podcast we we both hit. You had Jacksonville versus Indiana under forty seven and a half, and that total score of that game was only forty. So you hit that one quite yep. easily. Mine was Philly versus Denver. Under 45 and a half. That was almost, that was a nail biter. They had 43 points going well into, I don't know, I think it was third quarter or fourth quarter. They're pretty close and they just didn't score for the last, I don't know, eight, nine minutes there. So that was good. Yeah, you sweat it out, but it worked. Yeah. Well, that's that why defensive, I don't watch that defensive so touchdown. You it, you're not sweating. That, I don't know if you saw the defensive touchdown. I, when no, that happened, I was like, ooh. I, did, I didn't how watch this that happen? game at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, and then Twitter, we. You you had your Thursday night that we covered last week, the under for Baltimore Mount Miami, which easily was under forty six and a half. So that counts as week week uh, week ten. Yep. And then 
you had a Monday pick, which was the KC spread over the Raiders, which easily covered again. 41 to 14 was the final score. And the spread was uh, minus two and a half for the Chiefs, which you easily made. Mahomes may be back. Yeah, that's right. And I had a wrong pick for the under for Buffalo and New York Jets. So we were four and one. Nice. In NFL last week. All right. And so today, you also, we tweeted out a pick for the New England Patriots versus the Atlanta Falcons. I believe it was under 40. I actually don't have that number here. It was under it was 40. Under 47. But it doesn't matter because the, the whole game was under 30. Yeah. Anyway, so under Yeah, I think when I mentioned it to you, I graded it a lot last night. I was confused because. Yeah. I was expecting the number to be around 44, 45. And then I looked at it, it was like 47. I was like, oh, well, wow. Well, it actually, they opened at 49. They were 48 or 49. It moved down. Yeah. And I think, now I think it ended at 47, but it was not even close. I think someone just needs to put my, Matt Ryan out of his misery. He's, uh, yeah. he's not having Zero fun points. anymore, that's, that's for sure. Yeah. He is, as my friend said, a shell of himself. A shell indeed. Yeah, he is not, not, not handling it. So, well, why don't we get into this week's game? So, just a reminder to everybody, we pick, we look at four different games, and we look at our leans for each game, and then at the end of that, we do our pick of the week. So, the Chief will give one pick, and I will give another pick, and then we will follow it. And so far, podcast picks, we're picking well over 75% here. We're almost near 80%, I think, based on this week's results. Hot. Yeah, it's good. All right, game one. So you had Green Bay versus Minnesota, and currently the line sits at, sorry, it opened at minus two, so Green Bay favorites, and it currently sits at minus one and a half. And the game total opened at 49 and currently sits at 47, so it moved quite a bit there. Uh, So, yeah, Chief, let me know. Why did you want to look at this game, and what did you have for it? So usually games I'm looking at, I want to see both sides play meaningful football so that we can kind of, you know, grade it out uh, in some meaningful fashion rather than trying to guess, you know, who's missing or something happened or yeah. get surprised or whatever. So right now, Green Bay leading 8-2. <clears throat> and two. They're, They kind of found a groove. They're playing some good defense. I think that's why maybe this number just dropped a little. And then Minnesota, who's, you know, they haven't done a whole lot, but... They've shown that they could do something, and it'll be really important for them if they can win this game. They'll at least go back to uh, being 5-5. Five and five. So this game, it's a divisional game. They're going to battle it out. Let's you know, take a closer look at what might happen. So when I grade it out and kind of look at you know, where, where the, the um, offense and defense might show up, I feel like this game can possibly be a shootout, right? And... Okay. Uh, I I think over might be over might be the right play. Um, you know, both teams have a pretty decent defense statistically, but at the same time, you know, they're but, both yeah, sides but if can. They, if, if, if you're looking at their defense and they're both pretty good, how why are you saying that there could be a shootout? Well, I'm What's... saying there could be a shootout because you know, despite you know covering one angle of their play, the the other side. They're gonna, you know, be able to come back on top, and I feel that Aaron Rodgers, you know, after having missed that one game, he just wasn't as sharp as he could have been last game. And Kirk Cousins actually had a really solid 
um, performance the last three weeks and historically actually has played Green Bay pretty well statistically. So uh, I feel like... Well, one one challenge you might have is um, even with... They have Dalvin Cook, I'm assuming he's in. He's not injured or anything. So Green Bay has held... Their last three games, they've held their opponents to less than 80 yards a game in the last three games. In rush yards. In rush yards. Yeah. 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 No, so I I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning to an over just based on statistical grading um, and possibly mini actually. Okay. Yeah. What do you okay. think? Okay. So, so what I, what I saw here, so I ran a few things cause you're, you're looking more philosophically at the game. I was just looking straight trends and stats and this is what I saw. I saw that green Bay so far is five and one against the spread on the road. Minnesota has is one in three against the spread at home. Uh, the Minnesota rush defense is one of the worst in the league at 100, allowing 130 yards a game. Uh, Green Bay's pass defense is one of the best, only allowing 202 yards per game when the league average is about 240 yards a game. So I have, and sorry, I also have another stat. So visiting favorites versus their own division. So basically, and also their small favorite, so between zero and three, minus three, they win 60% of the time. So I'm leaning Green Bay. All right. Yeah. I like the last stat. That's a good one. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm going to use that again later on. It actually ended up being applicable for two of our games that we're looking at. Yeah. So, yeah, I can uh, see that for your divisional game too, yeah. Yeah, so game number two... Sorry, are we done? Are we done with that game? Or do you, yeah, do you we're done. We're done with that game. Okay. So game number two, we have New Orleans uh, versus Philadelphia, and this one uh, it opened. So it opened as Philadelphia being the dogs by plus one, but now today when I looked at it, they're actually favorites of minus two, and the new the the total for the game. This was a weird one. I saw it at forty five to forty eight as a total. So I don't know if some of the bookies were just being weird when they opened, but currently there's been more stability across the bookies and it's sitting at 43. So it moved down a lot. So, yeah, I think, yeah, well, the line movement there? was because of Kamara. I think he missed the yes, practice that's yesterday. Right. It's questionable from yesterday. Yeah. 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 And so, and I think, you know, Philly is playing pretty, you know, above average football relative to, you know, the media, middle, middling sucky teams. Um, yeah, I was curious about this game just because, you know, Philly, we've, I've watched them a few times, so I feel like I have a good pulse on what's going on there. Um, I, I, I would you, move. You trust in Jalen Hurts there? Yeah, he's, he's, um, he's found really good chemistry with uh, Devontae Smith. Okay. And, you know, that they picked him specifically for that purpose, and it seems like that purpose is materializing. Okay. I have a question for you, though, for this game. So Saints have the top rushing defense in the league. They've only had one game where they allowed a, an opponent over 100 yards. So so how's Philadelphia's rushing? I don't I don't think I've... Don't Philadelphia's think I've, rushing... Running like, backs, do they? No, but the, uh, I think Jordan Howard's kind of like emerged out of nowhere recently, right. just out of necessity, right? Um, and then, you know, J- Jalen Hurts has that threat. Um, okay. Uh, to to always run as well. So where are you where are you heading for this game? Well, uh, I was looking at the under. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, forty three. 
it's uh, a little bit tighter than than uh, when I when I usually grade it out. But so, definitely, so, so is Kamara out for sure. I think it. No, just that he's questionable, I, right? So he yeah, it's, I mean we're recording back. on Thursdays now, so it's a little bit different than when we're yeah, recording yeah. on on Saturdays. So uh, it's still a chance he might play. Well, um, also Marcus Simeon on uh, he's going to be the QB again for four weeks, Trevor, four weeks in a Simeon. row now. Yeah, he uh, he hasn't thrown a single interception yet. So yeah, but he I, he's shown that he can play. So I, I I think I'm liking New Orleans actually for as a dog here. I I would gamble on them, banking that Camara actually plays. I think it's worth that. So my my lean is uh, the Saints. Yeah, well I'm I'm leaning Philly and probably the under. I think there'll be a lot of slow motion back and forth. Yeah, I can see similar that. similar to last week. A lot of good D. Philly's D slow, is slow game. Uh, underrated actually yeah. um, I feel anyways uh, okay. and and I felt they were underrated early in the season but they just played like crap early in the season so they're you know finally coming into the swing of things yeah interesting uh, note right now there's literally no money going in to the under I don't know if that would change in the next three days or not or two days but uh, that's very interesting all the money is going to the over right now, but the line's still going down. But it's too early to tell. There's not that many bets there going. So yeah. Okay. Uh, the third game then. Let's talk about Dallas and KC. This is going to be. Is this the game of the week? This seems like a game that will have a lot of people watching and talking about. Definitely, definitely, yeah. and that's one of the reasons why I picked okay. it too, just because I feel like this is going to be a very interesting game. Yeah. A lot of interesting matchups. Yeah. Offense oh, sorry, let me defense. let me go back. Let me do the line first. So it's minus two and a half. It opened up for KC being the home favorites, and it didn't really move. It's still minus two and a half. And the total, however, opened at fifty three and a half, and it currently sits at fifty six and a half. So it went up. This is one of the few that went up this week. So okay, sorry, I interrupted you earlier, but now you can keep going. Yeah, no, I, I mean this is a interesting, interesting total moved up. I think uh, once that I saw. Is that uh, high totals like in the you know in the fifties and over and non conference games? Um, th- I think they're like the over is uh, thirty and thirteen since twenty fifteen. What what's the so that's uh, like that's like seventy percent? What 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 total like forty nine? Graded totals more than forty nine. Oh, okay, so that's like almost a seventy sort seventy percent rate, right? On a small home favorite, and the home favorite usually doesn't cover, so. Um, I'm I I'm looking at this game being more of a shootout, and my here my rationale is that Dallas will be able to you know move the ball against KC's improving but still not great defense, um, and and then at the same time like to respond the Chiefs are going to uh, you know probably execute their offense a lot better than they have in the previous few weeks. I uh, I think so on, too. I I think based the Chiefs, on last week's this week yeah, display, the Chiefs and, are going to come back. They. They started the season pretty badly and losing the spread every game almost, and now I think they've they're turning it on. Yeah, well, they're turning it on, and and they're still in the hunt, right? It's, it, yeah. You would say all these bad things about them, but they're they're not only in the hunt; they're they can still win their division. So, you know, last kind of tidbit is both teams are in the top third in terms of you know plays. Um, uh, plays per game, right? So, well, it just seems know, they, crazy. They, they play fast just because they've been below their usual self the chiefs that is at home to be minus two and a half favorites at home against 
uh, non-conference team. That's I, th- I, I think the Lions have just gone. They, they've undervalued the Chiefs now. I think it's a really good time to take the Chiefs these days, especially since they're four and zero versus non-conference opponents this year. Yeah, yeah, and, and they also have a uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire coming in, coming back, or potentially coming back. Potentially so. coming back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, they're, I they're just pool, more I've been f- watching and waiting. So. <laughs> I think they're just more focused. Like you know, whatever was that happened in in, in between, and I guess they've been playing at a high rate of 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 um, uh, you know high performance for a long time, and and possibly people cued in on a couple things that they like doing, and they just contained them a lot better. But you know, last game they just showed yeah. that uh, so, something you know, wasn't they can, clicking. They can figure the it out. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think they, they but they can they can figure. It's kind of like a counter punch move, right? Like people figure them out, then they have to respond, yeah. and it took them a while. Well, everyone's focusing on them because they or they're copying them because they want to win too, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I like the over. Um, okay. You know, on the on the line, yeah, I agree. Casey's undervalued, and and everyone's probably still high on the Cowboys in general. So um, yeah, there's probably some value there. Okay. So yeah. So you 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 you're leaning the over. You said. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm leaning again for Casey here for the spread. If if I had to pick this game. Um. Okay. Let's go to the final game. This is the one I picked to look at Arizona versus seattle so this opened so this is another weird one like the like the philly game where it opened with arizona being the visiting dogs at plus one and a half but today now it sits at negative two and a half so minus two and a half for arizona's favorites and the total line opened at 50 and a half and it dropped down to where it sits now at 48 and a half so i like this game because i'm i'm thinking kyler murray will play yeah. So that's probably also why the, the line moved so much because uh, I, I, I do think he will end up playing. And right now, Arizona is 5-0 and against the spread on the road and 3-0 versus their own division. And another stat, so I this, this game was triggering everything for me. So there's so many things I was looking at, it hit everything. So they, they one of the stats I have is I, I look at teams who have done terribly the week before. So that was Arizona. They they lost by over 20 last week. I forgot what the actual... Um, well, Seattle didn't even score last week. Well, Seattle's even worse. Well, <laughs> well I'm not looking at Seattle. So. Okay, carry on, carry <laughs> so, on. <laughs> but, but the bounce back stat is, is, is hit 70%. So those teams losing by more than 20 the previous game and they're visiting this game, they, they hit 70% of the time against the spread. So that's Arizona in this situation. And if you... If you put in Kyler Murray as well coming back, I think it's uh, it might be a blowout here. Yeah, I really don't know what's wrong with these Seahawks. I, I mean, last game, I suppose Russell Wilson, you know, his finger or throwing arm for the throwing finger thing, he wasn't mm-hmm. sure what was going on, but they just, yeah, they were not good. Wow. So, so what do you, what do you have? You know, I'm leaning Arizona. Did you even bother uh, seeing if you wanted to have a taste in this one? Yeah, I, 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 I think it's enough to lean Arizona. Yeah. Um, and that line, I, I actually, I'm eyeballing the under. It's, um, it's, it's okay. borderline for me. It's close, close in both, okay. both regards. All right. So now that we looked at all four, what is your pick of the week for week eleven? All right, we've been doing uh, unders a lot lately, but uh, my week eleven pick. Is going to be a giant shootout. Giant the Dallas shootout. Case, a Dallas 
Okay, Casey so Schubert. over 56 Over 56. Oh, 56. And you're able to get that somewhere? Yeah, if you're able to get that somewhere. I, 56 and a half is probably fine too. Yeah, um, okay. I think both teams will make it a 30. So. Okay. So my, I will have to go with my own game, Arizona. Spread. So minus two and a half. I, I'm really hoping Kyler Murray plays though, but. Even with he doesn't, it seems like think... he went through whatever limited, you know, practices. Yeah. Stuff he, you know, setbacks can happen, but I, I gotta imagine they know. Well, he hasn't played the situation for, by now. It must be week third week now. He hasn't played, right? Uh, yeah, something yeah. like that. Okay, so, so let's lock that in. I have Arizona minus two and a half. You have uh, Dallas, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Under sorry, over fifty six. Over fifty six. Yep. Yeah. We got to keep this football going. Uh, I know I, I update our Instagram for our stats, but we are picking now over 75%. Yeah, I think this, I, I this go, Cowboys go Chiefs down. game is exciting. So I, I, it's, it's going to be wild. I, I, I'm, uh, I need to go calculate our ROI for what we bet. It's, it's, our ROI must be pretty high because we don't pick that many picks every week. And here, I, I'm going to take, take a bit here. So on Twitter, you see all these random handles just tweeting out 10 15 plays every week and they're just volume crazy volume guys and some will always get nine or ten right but then they all disappear after the next week when they get 10 wrong and the volume is just crazy out there everyone's trying to pick everything but i think uh people need to start paying attention to what we're doing here we're, we're picking three or four a week and just steadily increasing that unit roll yeah we're now at 14 plus almost 15 units for this NFL season. So that's that's $1,500 for people who are betting $100 units here if they've just followed our NFL picks. Definitely good stuff. Yeah. Well, that's NFL. Yep. On to hockey. Yes, to hockey. So in my notes, I wrote down some COVID craziness, but I guess that's normal nowadays. Um, yeah, last year was what, Vancouver missed an entire week? Yeah, so I, you know, everyone knows by now. Ottawa's is uh, scheduled out for a bit until the 22nd, I think. And that's actually coming up in a couple days. Yeah. Did they say where, when they're going to reschedule those games? The three that no, they're missing? No, I, I, I don't. They haven't mentioned it so far. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing they'll, they'll make some adjustments, you know, just before, just after uh, Olympic periods, maybe. Because I, I can't remember how Vancouver did it. I think Vancouver just, they just made no, it they, the they, the season, So right? last schedule, they had an, a week allotment at the end of the season. And yeah. they just made sure everyone kind of fit in their games. And at that point, Vancouver's games didn't even matter. Yep, that's right. Well, right. that, that kind of like how kind of like how their season's happening right now. It's like they're playing. Well, like what it would happen matter. if they were closer? Then that would have been a lot more, more to do with it. But yeah. Hey, we. I had a bunch of picks today, and uh, while we're recording, I just noticed the uh, Blue Jackets won. So that's another pick that. Got that's another pick yeah column. you're you're rebounding well off of laps at last episode's uh discussion of your your uh your cold streak now you're on a hot one well What's i never on? had a doubt i, I know I, we've been messaging a lot and i never had a doubt that it would turn around because i know the way i pick is meant for longevity and it's i've used it for many many years and it always comes out in the end so tell and us how you've turned it around or what has turned around for you. So one thing I tweaked was I paid a bit more attention to the goalies this time. I was kind of getting 
a little overconfident before and I was just picking games without even confirming that a certain goalies are starting because um, I was I had such a hot start and then and then some of the things just weren't going my way I was I was losing shootouts I was losing uh, I was losing the unders by by one goal but I stuck to the system and since November 13th so that's five days ago I've been on a pretty big tear almost 10 units uh, sorry 10 units gained nice. and I am right now 14 and two in the last six days so good stuff and that's that's almost up 10 units that's uh that's that's nothing uh to slobber about there anything else you've been uh, looking at other than uh, paying attention to goalies no so yes yeah, sorry not no <laughs> yes uh so i have actually looked at some interesting away favorites that i've been away working okay. on yeah i've been working on that for the last two years and i finally got a few things down and they're working now so what I look at is away favorites who likely will have a line that would not look good for them because either they're on a back-to-back or they played three and four. Uh, so a lot of the times conventional thinking is if they play back-to-back, they must be tired and they're likely to lose. But that is not true when the team is still a decent favorite because that just shows that the skill level is still higher over there. And, and, and in the end of the day, that back-to-back early on in the season it doesn't affect the team. So it's still a good play, a good value play when when favorites are on the road on a back-to-back. And it's shown to hit more than 66% of the time. And even though you're betting favorites, which means that you're winning a lot less each bet, you're still getting about 15 or 16% return on investment. So, so early is before Christmas? Uh, no, I think this is around the time where I should probably stop doing that, to be honest. But... We're close. All right, Thanksgiving, um, I guess. Well, or American you, Thanksgiving. You, well, if you look at the game today, um, I, I took sorry, not today, yesterday. I took Washington. Washington was playing three and four nights back to back versus the Kings, and they were minus one oh, just slight favorites at minus one oh seven, and that was a that was an example of one that helped helped us turn around. Because normally, yeah, that's a good uh, spot. I, looking, I like that spot. Minus one oh seven Capitals. Yeah. Because normally, if this was team. January, I probably would have taken the Kings, but it's not. <laughs> and then also, uh, Tampa Bay was one where. So there's another system that I have is where favorites on the road have more rest than their home opponents, as long as it's not more than three days rest. Because three days rest is where it gets to, where people get sluggish or teams get sluggish and not not have a rhythm. And that has also worked out. I'll, I'll probably bring out the stats for next week for that, but that's another one. So Tampa Bay tonight was that. And they were only minus 127 favorites over the Philly. So, so when you have elite teams at these slight favorites on the, on the road, there's value there. And I'm showing it here uh, by posting it and playing it and, and getting those wins. Nice. So last week on the show, our picks did not pan out so well. No, yeah, that's right. That was, um, I think it was uh, a Blackhawks puck line pick that I made that missed because they only they couldn't score an empty netter, mm-hmm. and then uh, Edmonton oh, somehow Edmonton, lost yeah. the game against Buffalo. So, so, so that's what I'm talking about. That that was the stuff I was I was running into when I was on my cold streak. There, you had Edmonton basically 
over way overpowering Buffalo, but yet still lose in the end of the game. Like it's, I, I think they started their backup Skinner. So that's what I was talking about where I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't put too much waiting on the goalies, but I should have. And that's, yeah. that's one that bit me right there. Cause that's Skinner goalie in, uh, in Edmonton. He is just, he's, he's horrible. He's horrible. All right. So lessons learned on to tomorrow or, or I guess possibly even Saturday. What do you got for hockey? So for tomorrow, there's only two games on slate, and there's a lot of very few places with odds out right now. But where you can, I have the Winnipeg Jets for minus one thirty. Uh, it could be different. So I actually don't have the bet placed yet because the bookies I use uh, don't have the odds out yet. So I'm going to have to wait till next till tomorrow to actually post out the odds. But mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Winnipeg Jets as long as they're on minus one thirty they're a good play. So that is actually a pick based on the system I just talked about five minutes ago or three minutes ago where they're a back-to-back favorite um, mm-hmm. with value because they're, they're mm-hmm. playing the Canucks who are just dogs right now. They, they can't get anything sorted out. Yeah, they they won't do what they need to do. Yeah. Which is... So at minus 130, that's, that's value reset. to me. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Okay, what about you? You, there's not much to choose from. <laughs> no, there isn't. So the other game is basically uh, the Avs, and um, they just kind of mopped up on the on the Canucks last night um, on a, on a road trip game, and they're playing the Kraken. And you know the Avs have mopped up against Canucks, Sharks. Um, I mean the Canucks again earlier on. You know piling on seven one, uh, like almost a week ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to play the Kraken, who's just, you know, they're still struggling, right? They've lost to, they even lost to Chicago um, the other day. So I, I feel like uh, the Avs are going to continue moving. Um, they're on a they're on a road trip. They started it well with a nice win. They just uh, drove down the street or, or flew, whatever, uh, to over to Seattle. They'll be comfortable. They got a day's rest. Um, they'll be raring to go. And, and the puck and, line is pretty we, good. And what it's, have I um, always said about the Kraken? They're horrible. They are the worst. And I have no idea why any of the experts have posted that team to make the playoffs. That this is just this shows that no one really knows anything when they're analyzing teams. You know, they they all say whatever. Like to me, how could I just, I I have no words. No <laughs> just, words. That roster. No words. They're just so bad, yet somehow they get propped up to be a playoff team but anyways. i think that might just be like friendly press you don't want to you know hammer them too hard when they first yeah. enter the league and then you you're in the doghouse you can't get an interview nobody wants to talk to you you know you just let them kind of prove themselves out to be not but you know crazy. what it doesn't matter we've been getting great odds betting against the kraken all season so yeah keep so i think puck line i saw i got plus 153 earlier yeah. So, uh, you know, in that ballpark range, you're going to be fine. That's good value for sure. Okay. Okay. So we've got a few minutes left. Uh, we have both NBA and NCAA basketball to talk about. You know, I don't think we'll talk about both, but, you know, I'll let you pick which one, uh, which one you think is more valuable to touch on this week. Uh, maybe college hoops. College? Um, okay. Yeah. We, we posted two, uh, I guess, small home dogs tonight. I think it was Xavier and DePaul. And so basically, you know, we have a system where we're looking at small home dogs who really uh, should be favored uh, and have a really solid opportunity to beat 
their opponents, right? So if you're how, how do you decide plus three who, or something like that? Um, how do you decide who who makes that cut there? Just just the odds, just the spread. Uh, well, okay. First cut is you know we were looking for within probably three, right? Okay, uh, three points. Uh, second cut we're looking at uh, conference play or historical uh, performance against that matchup, right? Uh, and because conference play makes a big difference in in um, in in NCAA college hoops, like whether or not uh, the odds makers have like good views or bad views, or what if you know if the the public is um, creating uh, you know different misperceptions, right? And this actually also works in our favor when we talk about heavy favorites, right? In non-conference matchups. Now, so far this season. This hasn't worked as well for us just yet, but I expect just like you in hockey, we're going to stick to our system, um, you know, betting heavy favorites in non-conference matchups, right? So okay. um, there are some power, you know, we all know the power conferences out there for for college hoops. Um, and so we expect to, you know, find those same ones and we'll start, um, you know, betting on those again and, and continue to, to source those out. But, you know, small home dogs, we feel, you know, there's value there. Um you don't have to hit 50% to come out ahead, right? Um, but if you can hit 50%, you're, you're always going to be ahead. Uh, and, well, and we want to make sure we're value, hitting right? something that makes us well ahead so we don't have to, uh, we're not just eating juice there. Exactly, exactly. So I think tonight's were plus 125 and plus 127. Really, they were better than a pick em for sure. Um, and, and we hit them both, so that was okay. good. All right. I think that wraps it up for today. We're... We made right. some good time. Made Just want to remind time. everybody, we, we get our picks out daily on Twitter. And we post recaps. We have summaries and everything else on Instagram. But uh, Twitter is where most of our things are at. So, so that, there it is. All right. Well, that does it for episode four. Or no, episode nine. nine. What did I think four? Four, nine. Um, episode nine of the Pick Doctors Sports Betting Podcast. Uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter at PickDoctorCA. I am the Chief. And this is the Res. And we're signing off. Happy betting. Good luck, everybody. Mm-hmm.